0: Hi everyone, I'm Yashvir. and welcome to our audio channel, the Bro Code. So, what's this channel about? You know, the name suggests it's about your typical bro code rules followed by guys, right? But this one's deeper than that. I guess we want to discuss how we have grown through life, and how various situations have shaped us. You know, by the means of the podcast on this channel, we hope to say something meaningful and impactful that perhaps you can use in yours. So please join us in this inspiring journey. I hope it helps you in some way. Hi everyone, and welcome again to another podcast episode of the Bro Code. Um, has been quite an interesting few weeks, you know, with holidays in between um, and other other life matters, I guess, to to, to deal with. Um, once again, we have uh, with us Prash in the studio. Um, how are you, Prash?
1: All right, and yourself?
0: Oh, I'm doing fantastic, man. Thank you for, so much for asking. So you. How's your How's your week been? How's your holiday been? The Easter weekend.
1: Busy, 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 busy. Busy. Yeah. Um, working, learning new stuff, always learning okay. stuff.
0: Yeah, good. No, that's good. It's I good. mean, always in the free time, you should be able yeah, to yeah, yeah. Definitely. do something, and something. constructive, I suppose. Yeah, I was actually quite constructive as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have some personal matters to deal with, I guess, um, during the course of the, that same time as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it was quite constructive. Um, I picked up a new skill, um, so it's quite nice. Oh, so okay. I think... Yeah. Good. So Good. it is. It is. Yeah. No. So, it's something I can use. I guess um, every day.
1: What skill is this? So,
0: um, I guess it's uh, the skill of learning to control a particular portion of my mind. If that makes sort of sense. Okay. Um, a particular uh, portion of me <clears throat> that I kind of okay. wanted to gain control of. So, okay. Um, yeah. okay. So, yeah. Okay. This is just something I, I picked up. Um, along that week that i used for myself
1: okay that's good
0: yeah i i needed to work on that part of me anyway so i did i just spent time doing that Uh,
1: yeah everybody needs to do that so you don't have time to work on yourself what do you do
0: no exactly it's only in those moments of silence and moments of solitude that you get to Mm. really understand a bit more about who you are and stuff like that
1: Mm.
0: So I guess um, today's topic kind of just falls on youthful discussions, right? Um, On when we were younger, I guess, and just the formative years. Um, So can you remember what you were like when you were younger?
1: No, I was probably a rascal. (laughs) (laughs) I was a very good boy. Uh, um, Unfortunately to most people that want to hear I was a rascal, and then I turned out to be this great person. I was a really, really good boy. Um, I never got... You know, like, most kids get hit because uh, they did something wrong. And most kids mm-hmm. get spanked with, like, a spoon or a belt. Or, uh, I never got this whether really? it, Whether I did something wrong or right. Yeah, I've never yeah. been hit in my life. Okay. Um, By my parents. Put right. it that way. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> because because um, I either did everything the way they wanted it to, mm-hmm. or my dad had this look. He has this look. Right. I don't know whether... Other people's parents, like they just—I like, mean, it's the look, right? Wrong, we,
0: I think we, I think we uh, kind of know, like kids yeah, like, know the parents' look.
1: <laughs> yeah. So my yeah, dad has no. this look where, if he did something wrong, he just gives you the look and like, you know, I fucked And you he just back it, up, it
0: and you're done. Yeah.
1: yeah, no, no, no. Then it's like, wash oh, it. I screwed up. I'm in yeah. trouble, and then yeah. it's just like, no, no, he grounded or whatever it is. So okay. I didn't really got it because I think my parents were not the type.
0: So I think so. So if you did, if you did do something, uh, I guess in the eyes that they viewed were incorrect. How did they deal with that? What was it? Oh. So if you it was, so I mean, in, I'll tell in common, you something.
1: Yeah. I will tell you something. There's yeah. two ways to suffer torture when you do something wrong, right? Yeah. And I am telling you now, getting hit is the easier version, right? <laughs> if anybody ever tells you, if anybody ever ever tells you, I was spanked as a kid, I will tell yeah. them you had the easy way out. Because if you have someone like my parents where they will sit you down and explain to you what you did wrong, right, then explain to you how you should have done it and then explain to you why they are disappointed or why or ask you why you feel you did something right, yeah. that is way worse than getting hit with a spoon and being in pain for two minutes. Seriously. <laughs> so trust me, right? If you ever, ever want your kids to like bear the full brunt of what it is that they've done wrong, make them face it. And I promise you, they will hate it more than you hitting them or beating them. It's just... It's, it's, if anybody tells me they got hit, I'll be like, you had the easy way out. Seriously. Okay. My parents solved everything we are talking. And I promise you, as a kid, it is torture.
0: <laughs> I, I I can believe so. I mean, um, so I, I guess I, I was the opposite um, end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was quite naughty. I mean, that, that's that that was me. Um, so yeah, whatever whatever was in their hands at the time that was coming my way, basically.
1: You know? well, look, it's not to yeah. say that we were naughty. We were naughty. I mean, we did no, not. No, of course,
0: things. of course, yeah. of course. It's I just, guess it's just the different means of how how people yeah. kind of deal yeah. with it.
1: Yeah, you got lucky, my friend. Just. <laughs> Thank you, lucky stars. You took a thick one for a little while, and then you were fine after that. You didn't have to remember <laughs> the causes and the consequences of your action, like being spoken to.
0: But um, would you, in your in your view, then, um, for in the longer run, um, which which, in your opinion, do you think then is,
1: uh, oh. is the
0: way that that parents should handle it? The way my parents
1: dealt with it was probably the right way because it makes you yes. it makes you reflective, it makes you a reflective person. It teaches you empathy as well, which is different. Like, you'll find that myself or my sibling, you'll see that we both massively reflective in how, how ourselves are and how we react in certain situations. But it's because we've been taught to understand that your actions have meaning, mm-hmm. right? And your whatever you do is going to impact the people around you in some way, right? Whether you are there or whether you aren't there it impacts the people around you you know and whether you say something or whether you don't say something whether you move in a physical direction or whether you don't move in a physical, it always has a reaction there's always yes. some reaction and you must understand how that affects the other person look you can it can make you a little bit crazy if you sit and start thinking about everything you do don't do that but um and just understand that everything that you do has an impact somewhere. And that you, generally, most people don't think about what they're doing before they do it. They just do it, right? But mm-hmm. having, having parents like that always taught us to think about how or what we were doing and how it impacted the other people. But also, in later years, it taught me, if I do something, I can impact people in different ways, which teaches me that I can also get what I want out of people by reacting in a certain way. Right, so it teaches you the skills of empathy, but also bargain. You know.
0: Okay, yep, I get you. Yeah. I think okay. also, yeah. you know, when when um, kids are kind of um, doing things and stuff like that, I guess one of the boundaries that they learn, if if you um, if you didn't receive, like you know, a shoe to your face or something like that, is is that their boundary yeah. stops at that point, right? Yeah, um, that's the limit. But if 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 you kind of deal with things through talk and through uh, discussion, um, you know, you you learn that boundary and you'll be set into you in a different way. Whereas in, in one yeah. way, you're scared of, of physical, you know, physical pain. The other, mm-hmm. it's just, um, I guess, just the emotional. Um, I wouldn't say drawback, I'd say the I wouldn't even say fallout. I'm just saying. Um, the emotional side of it, right? Where you have to actually sit with the actions and oh, I did this, um, how am I going to correct this for the future? And then you don't do it in the future, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, one would teach you physical boundaries, one would teach you just, okay, boundaries of um, of how you should be uh, on a day-to-day basis.
1: Yeah, look, the whole physical that whole physical boundary for me never really worked because mm. even if someone would hit me I would, I think in a certain way that says, listen, you, the only way I'm going to get in trouble is if you see me getting doing something wrong. So I can do as much as I want in terms of trouble. But if you don't see me, I'm never going to get hit. And even if you do hit me, the pain goes away quickly. But if yes. you mentally drill into me what I've done wrong from a consequence and causality point of view and then get me to understand emotionally what's wrong, all of a sudden it changes. Look, it's not in, instilling limiting beliefs, but you explaining to someone why they've done something wrong and teaching them in a loving manner. It's not like they literally came and said, you yes, yes, you did something wrong. This is why you did it wrong. They'd explain to you in a loving and, and a family manner why what it is that you've done is wrong. And then all of a sudden, you're not you're not berating somebody, but you're teaching them. Right? And that is what you essentially, that is the boundary that you're talking about. And that is the boundary that you want to create. Because mm-hmm. then that person naturally feels like, they've made a mistake, but it's not bad to make mistakes, you know, you can learn from it. And that's where I think my parents always taught me that it's fine if you make a mistake, but understand that you can learn from it, and then you don't have to make the same mistake. again. If you intentionally wanted to hurt somebody, which is, most people don't want to intentionally hurt somebody, right? If you don't want to intentionally hurt somebody, all of a sudden you realize that you may have, right? And then you start watching your actions from there on. And it, Yes, generally turns you into one it also turns you into someone that learns progressively but also it turns you into a calmer person because when you understand that you can make mistakes the boundaries become a lot larger because you understand that there's a good mistake and a bad mistake you know Mm -hmm. and it works very well because i have a very keen sense of right and wrong like i'm a very strict person when it comes to fairness right Mm -hmm. if something is fair even if I didn't initially like the person or whatever. If something is fair, I will naturally deal with things in a fair and correct man- manner. you know. And right. when right. you take that good mistake, bad mistake sort of lesson within somebody, it's fine. They'll learn to make good mistakes and they'll learn when something is a bad mistake and they won't make it again. you know. Mm-hmm. Like a good mistake is if you're training and you hurt yourself very slightly or something, or you not tear a muscle, but like, you know, I've got a cramp, right? that's a That's a good mistake because then you learn your limit, but a bad mistake is um rock climbing and then I fell off and I broke my arm. you know I learned not to sure. do that again, yeah so there's good mistakes and bad mistakes, and the more you get to learn from good mistakes the better it is
0: and I, and I suppose as well you know when you're younger mm-hmm. um, so let's just say like the the repercussions for certain actions are, are like a stern uh Rough shouting or physical yeah, yeah. Um, interactions as well. Yeah, yeah, you you learn to probably not you discuss your mistakes or discuss what you did wrong in the first place. You know, because why be would you, if you got beaten, actually do you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like after you, got I mean, beaten, you just feel dejected and you know, yes,
0: 100%. you just
1: learn not to do it again. And that's the problem. Understanding why you shouldn't do it again makes so much more sense when you explain it to somebody and say, "Don't do that again." You know, because of A, B, C, D. You know, yes, yeah. or instead of just beating somebody and then, and then they'll be like, "But I didn't learn anything," you know. And then the next time they do it again, and you hit them again, they're not learning anything. If you tell them the first time and explain it to them correctly, right? Because everybody learns differently. We have to yes, we have to obviously appeal to them in in a, in a certain way. But the minute you explain it to them correctly, all of a sudden you see the light switch on, and then they, they naturally correct the incorrect behavior. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So the, I don't know that the the my parents taking that route is obviously a lot more painful as a child because as a child you make a shit ton of mistakes. You continue making mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. Because my parents never said this is how you should do something and this is how you shouldn't. They just said yeah, go do and when I did it wrong then they'd explain to me why I did it wrong. You know, I mean so, humans
0: learn from from failure anyway. Um, no, no,
1: look, I mean as a as a as a parent at some point I'd obviously try to explain to the kids. But my parents yeah. also didn't have the progressive the sets of lessons that I needed to go through because, I mean, our parents didn't necessarily go to that, like, level of schooling, level of university, level of tertiary learning and all of that stuff. So it's different, right? So I Mm -hmm. had to learn stuff. Like, when we went to school, there was, like, you had to do morning school and then, like, 2 o'clock you had to go and play sport after that. Like, my parents Mm -hmm. were always, like, school and then home, you know? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, so it's It's a different life, so we had to learn lessons that they never would have learned, you know, so it's difficult for them to tell you, but nowadays it's a lot more simple because the schooling everywhere is more or less the same, you know in terms of protocol and procedure. they want kids to have a lesson and all this schooling and then they want them to be active
0: for that balance last I guess
1: yeah, yeah, so yeah, I feel that that's. It's different. Our parents learned differently from us, so we could never learn the same lessons they learned. And whenever they try to teach you the same lessons they learned, it just becomes limiting beliefs because that's not how society is now.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it adapts to the times, right? What is what is good for them um, yeah. in their time is, is partly applicable. I'm not saying it's not completely applicable, Yeah, um, because you can always still learn from the past, right? Yeah. Um, just, like,
1: look, the best example that I can give you of the differences is you know, okay, so when I studied in university, right, and when my parents studied in university, actually my parents didn't study in university, right, but we had it hard, so I, my parents never paid for my degree, right? I paid for it myself, right? But then I was discussing with somebody, and I was like, I would like for my kids to also pay for their own degree, right? And then that person said, listen, um, why would you do that? Why would you create that limiting belief in somebody? And then I thought about it and I was realized they're right. When you it's not it's not that you can't pay for their degree. You don't want to create an atmosphere where you tell them, Listen, you need to pay for something that's a basic right. You know, basic education is a right. And if you pay for your kids, right, what you're doing is you're giving them a, not necessarily a leg up, but you're giving them something to stand on, right? Whether they use it or not is not up to you. But um If you try and put them through the same hardships that you've been through, right, you're essentially creating animosity because you had that animosity, right? And that's why I want my kids to have what I didn't have, right? And one of those things is lessons, right? Money is one thing, right? House is another, cars, another, you know, those are all material things. But I mean, I'm talking about lessons here because we are talking about learning stuff, right? So if we're talking about learning stuff, you want your kids to learn what you didn't learn or what it took you a long time to learn, right? And you could easily impart it into them. But you need to understand how to teach it to them because it's also different. You don't want to teach it to them in a manner where it creates animosity. It's very important that you don't do that, right? And that person as knowledgeable uh, as they were taught me a lesson that day. So I'm not above learning anything. I like learning all the time but it's very important that you keep those lessons in your mind. And when you want to create those lessons, I need to create an environment where it's completely safe for them to learn those lessons. And then you teach them how to apply it to more difficult things. Right. If you know what I'm saying. So yeah, say for example, yeah. you, I shouldn't ever want to have my kids pay for their own university degree. If I can afford it, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. you teach them, on stuff that they may not necessarily... Like, say, for example, your kid wants a PS5. Now, that has nothing to do with, like, the app and, I mean, it's fine to yeah, have I mean, one... That's and just it's a pleasure spend. thing, right? Um, exactly. So you teach them, listen, you go work a job and you earn enough money and you pay for it yourself.
0: And you right? pay for it you, you learn enough,
1: a skill yeah. or you do chores and you'll get enough money, right? Yeah. So you teach them other skills while doing it, but it's only for stuff that you know that's not basic and that you should be giving. Right? Sure, yes. and, and then all of a sudden you see them change. Right? because now they learn in a safe environment yes you'll create some animosity because they'll be like but why my, my friends have this and I don't have it but you'll be like that's fine you can get it but you just have to work for it because I'm trying to teach yes. you something that they don't have so now when you get it you'll have both the game and the lesson you know
0: I think i think there's a there's an awesome quote by a reverend uh, Td Jakes and he says you should leave uh, more in them than to them you know when you speaking yeah. about, um, yeah. you know, when, when you pass away, yeah. you should rather yeah. leave more in them than to them. Because if you leave yeah. more to them than in them, yeah, they'll waste all the stuff that you've given to exactly. them. Exactly.
1: But I think you and I have that mentality of we're not here to teach you and give you stuff that's um, materialistic. After all the stuff that you and I have been through, especially in terms of like um, monetary understanding, um, yeah. we will never try to impart. For material things we'll always try to yes. impart um understanding and lessons and teachings because what that does is that it allows them to apply the same templates that we've learned from or even improve those templates and essentially teach them things that we would have learned to take care of ourselves instead of just giving them stuff and then they don't know what to do with it you know
0: Yes, they exactly. won't have the tools, you know. To, yeah. They're not you them for them,
1: it. Exactly, the words "tools." Yeah. So, if you give them the right tools, then automatically they become, um, if not more capable, capable than you than you are. And I, I mean, think that's, that's evolution, yeah.
0: right? You always the next generation yeah. has to always be better than what you were. It, well, to some degree, to some degree, I would say. I mean, the, I wouldn't say better. better.
1: I would but better. just say you teach them what you know, and then they decide what they want to do with it. Because remember, at the end of the day, you can teach. Anybody, anything. You can teach a man to fish and he's still going to go and find a... To, and not going to fish, you know.
0: True. I so mean, you teach life them is choice, right? And, it's their choice. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. But you can teach them what you know how to teach them, but you teach them in a safe manner, in a loving manner that doesn't create one limiting beliefs and two animosity. And the minute you do that, then it becomes a safe space. And then they also want to learn more from you, you know. I don't know the kids always want to learn stuff from their parents because they always feel like they know more. But... <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. did you ever did you ever kind of uh, have that attitude
1: you do until you point. realize you don't know yeah you always do until I think I thought I knew more for a very long time and then mm-hmm. the minute I hit like um
0: 16 at, 17
1: no not even that it's a little bit older
0: okay because
1: I had I, I was I listened to my parents pretty much the whole way um mm-hmm up until like university and then university as I did whatever the fuck I wanted right (laughs) for half of those years and then I realized you know what I'm being silly and Mm. I started listening to my parents again the minute you start listening you realize the older you get the less okay I don't know about most other people but in most cases you find that the older you get the less reins you have on you you know your parents sort of Loosen the reins a bit. I don't know if it's the same for everybody, because some people's parents just want to hold on for dear life. But
0: no, um, no, I, I had that as well. I mean, like yeah. as soon as I hit year, same as you, yeah. um, freedom. Yeah. I guess yeah. more, right. trust, um, exactly.
1: yeah. no, more trust. Exactly. More trust. on myself. More trust automatically mm-hmm. means I can do whatever I want, and my parents are not going to stop me. But then mm-hmm. afterwards, you realize that um, the older you get, the more you talk to them. The more responsive they are to our to you on your level, right? And that changes after a certain. They actually see you change, and if they see you change at a younger age, that's better because what happens is is that your your learning becomes exponential after that because now you're not learning from a parent; you're learning from somebody that's your friend essentially.
0: Closer, like you a peer. see
1: them as your parent, but they start seeing you as somebody that they can relate to. And when that happens, if it happens earlier, you'll find that the people that it happens earlier to as children, they progress through life a lot faster because they learn a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. But it also has to happen because the parents need to let go at some point. They need to stop controlling the child, let the child experience the shock, right? And then all of a sudden, the child will be like, listen, I didn't know what I didn't know, you know? It's like, have you heard of the Johari window?
0: No, I have not. Okay, expensive. so the
1: Johari window has is if you picture a standard window, right? It's a window and then it's got like four um blocks in it, four window panes, right? You know, like the standard window that you draw in kindergarten on your on your house with one roof and one door oh, and one yeah, window, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's a window with a cross in the center, essentially, right? Yeah. Right. Yes. Now the Johari window, if you take the the axes of a window, essentially. Mm-hmm. So you've got known knowns, no? Known, uh, you've got known knowns and known unknowns, right? And then unknown knowns and then unknown unknowns, right? On the axis, on the side and on the bottom. And if you okay. if if you try and cross those, you'll find that there's known knowns in any, in the bottom left window, for example. Then there's unknown knowns, which is, it's, I don't know what I know, right? Comparatively to everything that's out there. Okay.
0: Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Then there's also
1: yeah. There's also there's. I don't know what I know, but then there's also I know what I don't know, right?
0: Yes, that's true okay. as well.
1: Does that make sense? Right. Yes. The test. I'm following. Yeah. Yeah. There's also I don't know what I what I don't know, you know.
0: Yes. Yes. That's right. also one of the things. Okay.
1: Yes. So what you sh- what essentially you do in your life is how that cross works is that it starts off really small in the beginning and as it goes the center point moves towards the top right mm-hmm. essentially if you had to draw it on a
0: on a on a page
1: but if you google yeah. johari's window it'll come up somewhere like you'll figure yeah. it out very quickly right because mm. it, it's a simple concept but yeah. when you as you grow older right the faster you can reduce the unknown unknowns in terms of your perception right the then more comfortable you you become with yourself. You stop creating control mechanisms. You stop creating um, um uh you, you start learning how to deal with limiting beliefs, you become comfortable with the people around you. That happens because you you that unknown unknowns is always going to keep being as big as the, the world, right? Which is fine because nobody knows everything. But you become more comfortable with not knowing what you don't know, right? Knowing what you don't know, and also not knowing what you don't know, right?
0: Yes, if that
1: makes sense. Yes. Right? That and the more you become, page, yeah. I, I know it's very difficult to understand over just
0: like no, it's it's, it's if you have the image in front of you, like I have, hmm. then uh, you'll be able to follow.
1: Um, right but the difference is is that when you understand that your window you become a lot more comfortable look it's it's different for everybody but for me yes the more i understood the window the more i understood these are the things that within yourself you become comfortable with because now there's a lot of yourself that you uh try to grow and the more you know the more you don't know but the more you know about what you know right and then you become one of those people that, i hope you don't become one of those people like oh, i don't know everything but you should, become more, <laughs> you should become become more comfortable with knowing that These are the things that I know about myself, right? And there's there's stuff yes. that I don't know. I can go and ask and learn, right? And that's the cool part. If everybody sees that that's the cool part of life, then all of a sudden you'll be that people are naturally more receptive to learning, asking questions, and being kind to those people around them because they yes. want to naturally gain, right? And that's yes. where your parents are supposed to help you. They're supposed to help you navigate the unknown unknowns and the unknown knowns, right? The known unknowns you have to deal with because it's one of your yes, things. Right. And the known knowns is obviously something that you know. But the unknown knowns is you, uh, is what your parents are meant to teach you as tools, right? And the unknown knowns is something that you have to learn yourself. Uh, and the unknown unknowns is something that you have to learn on your own because it's that's a personal journey, essentially.
0: Yes. So I think that um, so sense. you mentioned you mentioned then as well no it does it certainly does um, so you mentioned guidance from parents and now at what i mean what maturity level do you kind of have to be at yeah that's um, a question. to to kind of to kind of um, understand these concepts firstly
1: oh like that like that's... how
0: how would you like how, what what like we i mean we'd love to teach our kids down the line yeah um these sort of concepts, but at at which particular maturity age do you think is possible? Do you want to start, um, like I I see, I see vids on, on the YouTube and, and and stuff like that where they, Mm -hmm. where kids as young as five and six are practicing yoga, practicing meditation. Yeah, yeah, but
1: that's different, you know, I mean, like easier for kids
0: to practice yoga than it is adults. Yeah. Okay, okay. True. They 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 contortionists. Let's just say
1: one they are contortionist um, Meditation on itself is is the more you know, right, <laughs> the more you've learned in life, the less you can meditate. Um. Uh, yes. You have yeah. a busy I'm mind. I'm not saying that as a complete statement. I'm just saying you can meditate. I'm not saying that you can't. I'm just saying nice. the more stuff you have in your mind, the more, t- more challenging, the more challenges, mm-hmm. more challenges to meditate, and. I think the question that you are asking is when do you start relaying these knowledge tips to kids yeah. or to people that are that's a difficult one because there's no maturity level to say oh my god okay he's you know okay say for example we hit 21 we're ready to drive you know mm. maturity doesn't work like that I know 35 year olds I know thirty thirty year olds that are just aren't mature right right yeah right and that's 30 they've lived for 30 years right
0: Okay, but then is is that they're not because um, like we've we've set for our future and our kids that we'd like to hand these tools over to them um, in their lives. Yeah, um, so I guess then that's perhaps... different just tools. To... So there's different tools,
1: right? For you to teach somebody this, they've actually got to want to learn it and be receptive to learning it. Like you're receptive to learning it because your mind is open to the point where I can believe anything, and then I'll decide for myself if it makes sense.
0: Yes. 100%, right.
1: Yeah. And um. And I'll trust whoever's telling me up until the point that I either can't trust anymore or whatever they're saying doesn't make sense to my truth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Now a kid doesn't think like that. A kid doesn't think that openly. Okay. From a young age till about 12, 13, they think like that. Right. Anything mm-hmm. that mom and dad tell me, I have to believe Santa is real. You know. Um,
0: what? Santa is real.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Santa is real. Um <laughs> right? But once they hit like 13 or 14, right? I don't know whether that's the age. I don't know how smart kids are nowadays. I don't hang around kids, right? Um, uh, I'm like not crazy. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, I, I don't know what they're like. And sometimes even now, maybe nine-year-olds are that smart yeah. um, where they pick up that Santa's not real. And, um, Sorry if I'm spoiling anyone's dream here. But um, you, you know, there's certain levels that you have to get through so the bubble burst and then you have to wait for them to reach this level of maturity and that purely depends on how they learn i mean some people some kids are mature at 16 they know what they want to do for the rest of their life they've decided what they uh, how they plan to get there i'm not saying that's a level of maturity i'm just saying that they, they they're comfortable and mentally strong enough to make those decisions for themselves and that shows a certain level of maturity
0: And then there's some people like
1: me who didn't know up until the day before he registered for engineering that he wanted, that he was going to do engineering. Right. And I'll tell you now, if anybody ever asked me, would you ever study engineering again? And I'll be like, no, I know what I want to do now. But it took me up until this point to realize exactly what I want to do. Right. And I would have never known that if I never, and I think this comes back to, I think, our first video, right, where we just didn't know that we had the option to think that way, right?
0: Very true, yeah.
1: Right, but you only get to that level of maturity after a certain point. It's not like, I, I know some people, some people and a lot of people say that you need to hit rock bottom before you can grow up and reach that level of maturity, but that's not the case. For me, the, you don't it, have it, to
0: reach rock bottom at the time, right? I mean, it's not. No, you don't. It, 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 it was a catalyst, I guess, for me, and I use and I say me, you know. But for others, it, it, it probably isn't rock bottom.
1: You know, okay, maybe some form of lowness or dip, like, mm-hmm. right? And for me, that's not even the case. For me, some people just rise, right? They just naturally rise. But it's it's within them. I mean, it's also how they are. Um, one, how they're brought up, but also two, how they're geared. I mean, if you can see, say you have a child that's naturally geared to learning, right? Then what you'll do is you feed them learning, right? If you have a kid that's naturally not geared to learning, right? Then you don't naturally force them to learn, right? You let them learn in their own way, and you give them things that they find passionate, and you'll find that they excel,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? But in the things that they find passionate, and that or, or passion inspiring and that's what you you want to do and you find that that's what you want to foster right you want to foster and then you they find that there's be. no limitations there's wings right and that's different um, and if that was done for us like if my parents said what are the things that you really really love doing and i would have come up with a list of five things right and mm-hmm. say, go do those things not that my parents said you have to do engineering they didn't right my parents said do whatever you want you pick whatever you want as long as you can get in, you go to it right and that's what my parents said. But they never brought up the conversation is of what is it that you actually like doing? And if I said engineering, they would have been like, okay, that's fine, right? But tell us why. And then you would have realized that that's not what you want to do. Sure. Right? I mean, I'm you done know they right? yeah. I'm doing my MBA. someone ever asked me, why did you want to do your MBA? I don't. At the point when I first wanted to do it, I would have never been able to give them an answer. And that's what somebody and did. Now? A mate of mine said. Because he was starting his. And at that point, I was like, I want to do mine. And he's like, why do you want to do yours? And I couldn't answer the question. Mm -hmm. And the minute I realized I couldn't answer the question, that's when I realized it's not for me. Okay, I managed to finish it later because I realized why I wanted (laughs) it later, right? Sure. And it was a valid reason later. But there was a three-year difference between that. And that comes to another point of, you know, you only ever do something when you're ready to do it, Mm -hmm. right? But that's the same level of maturity you're talking about. And everybody's level of being ready to do it or being mature enough to do it is different. It's completely different. It happens at different times and at different points. But you'll never be able to track it in a person. You know, People can become stagnant after starting and then do nothing for five years. Or people can literally rise and then stop at the
0: top. Yes. Yeah.
1: So it's a very difficult question to answer. But... For me, it's more of a thing, of if you foster their passions as much as you can, and as much as they will take it, or as far as they will take it, that is the best you can really do, in my opinion.
0: So, like, uh, I was I was just saying just before I kind of, kind of, um, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Um, I know, I know teens or early, uh, like, I have nieces who are in the early teens, like 12, 13, who are well beyond their years, you know, and, um, they're, they're discussing things, they know things, and they're practicing things in their lives that are uh, well belo- beyond the years. I mean, I only learned that kind of stuff 25 plus, yeah. you know. And so it's promising that that um, youth of today do know that there's 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 more to it than just Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and whatever else, you know, TikTok even.
1: Um, Can you say more to it, so like, I think like also more to life
0: or? More to okay. life, sorry, yes, um, than just those. those I would those, hope so. Those, <laughs> yes no no they do they certainly do which is quite which is quite promising you know in, in my opinion i think actually you mentioned um earlier that um, if your parents had asked you to make a list of um, things that you wanted to do in your in your life um that would have made things easier for you, you know the, the you know the dreams and the and the future that we you know grew up with um, why do you think that changes over time or does that change over? Time?
1: Wait, sorry. Um, the things that, like, uh, your 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 passion.
0: Um. Yes. Like, like, like when you were when you were kind of growing up, um, from small to teen to um, post teen. Yeah. Like, you've certainly had dreams and, and, and what your future should be like, right? Okay. Uh, what What it would be like?
1: Okay, it's a it's a bit difficult for me because I also don't remember quite a lot of my childhood. <laughs> my memory is not great. It's Terrible. But well, I sometimes do make the same mistake more than once. Um, but as far as I can remember, what I actually wanted to do, and I think to a very large degree, I still want to do, is I've always wanted to be a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I, I, I feel like I could have always been like a really good chiropractor. And it was something that I was act- dude, actually dude. passionate about, right? up until the point yeah. it didn't get in, right? right? And I couldn't get in because the universities were full at that point because it was a quota system or something. Like I applied, yes. right? And they said, no, right? So now you don't have an option, right? At that point, I didn't have an option because I think I applied late or whatever it is and they weren't any the open school. So I either had the choice of... Um, and then I forgot about it instantly after that because I was like, okay, I sort of let it go because I was like, okay, I don't, I can't not study something. You know? Yeah. And then I got into engineering. Um, which is literally the opposite, I think. Right? Because one uses your hands and literally the other uses only your brain. Right. Mm-hmm. To solve problems. And engineering literally took a different road and put on a different path. Like if I was a chiropractor, I would have lived a completely different life from what I'm living now. You know. I never said that I'd be the greatest chiropractor, but I'm pretty sure I'd have been a really good one.
0: I mean, I'd, I'd be a customer.
1: Uh, okay, so you, you get what I'm saying, right? So I, I would have been, uh, your life is completely different. And if you do something like, say, for example, engineering, and you're not, I'm not necessarily a passionate engineer, right? I'm okay at what I do. Um, I, I can learn aggressively, but that's because of who I am. But I'd never say that mm-hmm. if someone said, listen, is this what you want to do for the rest of your life? I would have told you while I was studying, no, right? Just while I was studying it, not even after I finished. Right? And the only reason I finished it is because it gives me a decent lifestyle, but it never allows me to be passionate about what I want to do. Um, and that's a different decision that I've made over the course of my life. And I could easily go and study chiroprac- chiropractic now, I suppose, but I'd have to leave my job. Yeah. And my life isn't stable enough at this point to do it. But I have other passions at this point. So as you grow, you realize that there's certain things you can do and certain things that you can't do, right? And
0: so, okay. So then, what you're saying now then is, if you, if you, if your life allowed it, you'd study Cairo to become a Kairo. At
1: this point, um, I, I have. If, you, other, if it
0: allowed it, if you, if if it. You
1: mean it. back then or now?
0: Like if, I mean, now, like if, for example, now you'd have to leave your job, right? Um, If you had enough money saved for for X amount of years that you um, would need to study to become a chiropractor, you'd do it.
1: So, okay, that's where your question of why do your passions change come into place, right? So my passion now is not necessarily to be a chiropractor, right? Back then it was as a kid, yeah. Uh, Well, I wouldn't say kid, I'd say 18-year-old, right? But um, now my passion is to just be financially free, to enjoy my life as much as I can. So whether it is through going to be a chiropractor or whether it is just doing my job and having my passions after my Look, my job isn't terrible, right? It's not that I hate my job or anything. I enjoy it for most of the times. And I'm pretty sure even as a chiropractor, there'd be some times where I didn't enjoy my job. So it's got its trade-offs and every job is good and every job has its negative sides unless you literally, I don't know, I'm pretty sure everybody has ups and downs in every job that they do or everything that they do, right? Unless you're already a Mm -hmm. billionaire and it doesn't matter whether you fail or succeed at whatever else you're doing next. But I'm still sure that there's times that people still don't like what they're doing or find it challenging, right? So I'm adaptable to that point. My my passions have changed to now not necessarily being a chiropractor, but being someone that's one mentally and happily free, right? Financially free as much as possible because at some point, nobody wants to work for anybody. Right. And then, uh, finally to have a family and all of that stuff. Right. And we're at different stages in our lives now, but, um, that can, all those things can still happen. Right. Um, now, With regards to passion, right, if you asked me if I had enough money, would I go study chiropractic and leave my job, I would say I'd have to think about it, <laughs> firstly. But I think my passion yeah. is leading in another direction. now, And I think I was telling you earlier that if someone said to me yes, tomorrow, yes, yeah. do you want to be a pizza chef in, I don't know, some Italian country somewhere, right? And... Uh, I would say probably yes, because that is something that I'm very passionate about. But I would say yes, understanding that I could still do the things that I would want to do. If they told me, no, you literally work as a pizza chef for the rest of your life until you're 65, and then you die because it doesn't pay as well, then I would say no.
0: Yes, yes. You know? um, Okay, so just to give everyone a quick background, um, why you mentioned this whole pizza Ah, thing. Yeah. I think just, okay. I yes. just want some background on how you chose the whole thing. I
1: love pizza. Okay. It's like anybody that yeah. knows me knows I love pizza. It's not even a secret. Yeah. I will out eat you in any given day of the week. I make pizza on a, on a weekly basis, but I try and make it as authentically as possible. Right. Um, I have my own pizza oven, blah, 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 blah. Um, i make my own dough i make pretty much every part of the pizza other than probably the cheese which under lockdown is very difficult to one make because i'm too lazy to go and actually learn how to make cheese but also i could probably buy the right cheese i'm just being a bit lazy during lockdown but after lockdown ends then i can go and buy whatever i need to to make that cheese but i love it to the degree where i would actually go if it was financially sustainable because as i said one of my passions is to be financially free and no one says that can't be a passion just understand that it can be a passion right you learn and you grow into the things that allow that to happen right and to be mentally and uh, mentally free from worry and stuff like that is also a passion of mine and i wouldn't want to work as a pizza chef knowing i couldn't support my family or i couldn't have the life that i wanted to have because i want certain things from my life and i want all of them to be encompassing and if i can make my own pizza, even if I don't sell it or not, if I can make it the best way I know how to make it, right, that would be more passion fulfilling. while I'm working the current job that I have and becoming financially free and being mentally free. That would be all-encompassing as a life for me, moreover than just starting again doing something that I was passionate about 15 years ago, if that makes sense to you.
0: you no, know, it does. Um, just to give uh, an extra... Onto what you've just mentioned, this is not a, this is not a, a whim thing. Yes, this is not correct. like a fad, I guess, in Prussia's life. I mean, this has been, um, you've been practicing this, for, I think we were discussing it for about close to nine it's months, a culmination. um, and per- yes, um, it's perfection. It's perfecting your technique, yeah. um, to the point now where you're now comfortable in taking it to perhaps the next step of actually learning from, I think you were mentioning to me, um, actual masters, yeah, master's yeah, environment. Yeah.
1: You know where so, it started? Uh, and that's where the difference is. I think the the thing of where you find passion is, mine started because I was watching a video of pizza chefs commenting on other people's pizzas. And I was like, if these ones make so many stupid mistakes, why can't I just make those mistakes and then learn how to make it better? Right? And then I realized, if I watch enough videos, all of a sudden I learn how to make it just as well, if not better than most people are. With. Now I can make pizza as if it was in a wood fire oven. But in an oven that I have at home, right? And I can do that easily, right? But it takes time to like with anything you want to be good at. It takes time to learn how to be good at it. Nobody's just gonna pick up a cricket bat and start scoring like Sachin Tendulkar, right? But it, 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 that's where passion comes from. If you want to learn something, but if you want to learn something and learn the, and you're passionate about it, it won't feel like work. Right. If that makes sense to you.
0: And I think what's you know what's good about this is that um, you know for, for, for the youth that perhaps might be listening mm-hmm. and, and, and young teens or people who are just starting off in their careers, there's kind of hope for them, right? Like you're not stuck where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even like even if you're studying uh, even in school, you're not stuck studying those subjects that you that you dislike. You can always change to something. Or move to a different path.
1: Correct. You know, um, I would definitely say so. That. It,
0: it's it's promising. It's promising that even now we we're, we're learning new things and we're learning new things about ourselves, and we can always redirect. Um, so I think a lot. Sometimes, um, even when we're growing up, we kind of feel small, right? Yeah. We're not able to tackle big things. Um, but time and time again, we've proved um, our own selves wrong. I guess with that
1: regard yeah so we
0: can't make things different we can change yeah
1: it. definitely i i i would agree with that sentiment a hundred percent like more than a hundred percent you are never in a position that you can't change what you have right um and mm-hmm. even people listening to this can say listen you still love this job and maybe you don't like it as much as your uh as what the things you're passionate about but understand that i'm I'm not necessarily shying away from what I would want to do for the rest of my life. It's I want to create a certain scenario for my life and that's how I see my life. Right? You get these people like Gary V like just go and make all the mistakes you can and learn whatever you want. Right. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to do that, you you're more than welcome to do that. But I've crea- I mean if that's your way of doing Yeah, things, I've created so a certain standard of my life or for my life that I am very comfortable with. Right? And comfort does kill dreams, I get that. But that doesn't mean you can't still live the life that you're happy with. I'm not one of those people that wants to work as hard as I possibly can to earn, like, a shit ton of money and then go do whatever I want after that. I'm one of those people that likes developing things very slowly, right? And I'm very passionate about doing stuff like that. So I develop my life very slowly. I enjoy everything. If I didn't enjoy my job, I would have left, to put it that way. right? Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people, if I don't like something, I leave. Instantly. And you know that about yes. me.
0: Yes.
1: Right. So yes. it's not to say that I don't enjoy my job. I have passion for my job. Right. It's just not the most passionate thing I ever would have done with my life. Right. But I also understand that there's limitations in the most passionate things that I'd want to do in my life and they're not sustainable. So to create the sustainability in the things that I am passionate about, there's certain things that I have to do that I'm less passionate about. If that makes sense to you. And you need to understand that as a so. person that. There can be certain things that you're completely passionate about, and then you can find a way to earn money from them, which is perfectly fine, right? And that yes. is—I mean, I,
0: we see those Instagram people right now. And yeah. that's the no, look, that for, is the way to be in front of a camera, yeah. and that's yeah. Amazing. But that's
1: exactly it. That is the way you should live your life, right? If there's something that you're completely passionate about, you should literally go straight and run for it, right? But not everybody wants that, and not everybody is like that. No. So. What I would advise is, is that at least ensure that whatever you're doing in your life, you have some level of passion for. That's one. If there's something that you don't like and that you're not passionate about, and I'm not saying school, because if you're a kid and you're in school, you finish school, okay? Right? I'm not saying university, right? If you don't want to finish university and you think you can learn all the skills that you want to learn, whatever, whatever, that's fine. But you finish school.
0: A lot of things can be taught on YouTube now, anyway. So, yeah. but I think school just gives you that basic structure, um, so you can pick up things school, more. rapidly, okay. Even if you want to do so, it on your own,
1: I don't even care whether the kids finish school or not. For me, I think you can learn anything that you want off the internet. As much as I don't like that statement that Elon Musk made, right? Um, because if everybody says, "Oh, you don't need school or university to learn stuff," blah 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 blah, right? That's fine. You're most welcome to say that. I don't have anything against Elon Musk, whatever his deal is, right? He's a great guy and he's a very intelligent person and he may save the whole human race, right? Who knows, right? But everything that he has and everything that has culminated to the point where he is, is from people going to school and people going to university, right? And...
0: Even even Jackie now, Marks all says, those steps um, he doesn't need to be intelligent. It's just that he needs to hire intelligent
1: people. But where do intelligent people come from? They don't just come off the ground. They have learned skills that have been taught to them by people who are teachers, right? And people who are lecturers. As much as you want to say you can build an entire region and army of people that have never been to school, right? You will find that you will need somebody that has been through some level of educational training, right? And with a school is mm-hmm. on the internet or the school is in the classroom, you still need to go to school. That's my point, right? Yeah. Because you need to, and the reason why I say you need to go to school and finish school, not necessarily university, is because when you finish school, at that point, you can make the decision of whether you want to go to university, whether you want to become an influencer, whether you want to learn everything that Elon Musk is teaching, but you have a basis. You understand? Yes, and that I think is important because if you can finish school, not everybody can, right? I understand that as well. But you create an environment where you have a stepping stone, right? And as I said,
0: I mean, you at that point, at that point, um, you can. There are many paths open to you. Cool,
1: yeah, exactly. You know,
0: it's it's e- even even if you so for let's just say even if you um, give up being an influencer at at twenty five, you still have the option of, of getting to university take an online course or university or whatever. No one's going to stop you. Because Because you have that basic
1: education. But if you finished, I don't know, what do most people have grade or standard seven or grade seven or whatever it is, right? Or middle school and you only finish there, right? You still have to go through those other years to get to a place where you'd want to earn a degree and then go work a job, right? No one says you have to go and do that, right? But um, when we got to the school thing, when you want to grow yourself you need to have some form of training and that is what we were talking about earlier you can learn how to be the best pizza chef in the world but learning from pros that already have the skill makes your life easier it's just like being a good influencer is very easy to learn when you've seen how other influencers do it it's called training education
0: Success leaves clues, right? right? success
1: leaves clues, success leaves trails, and if you learn from successful people, it's easier for you to replicate what they have done, right? Jack Ma will say, go and learn from all the mistakes and be the first. Not be the best, but be the first. That's fine. But how can you learn how to be the first if you haven't learned what everybody else has done as well? Mm -hmm. Right? So, education is education, Mm -hmm. right? And you need it from somewhere, right? And I think that's the point that Elon Musk is making. That's fine. That's fair. But I would say personally for me, an education that takes you to at least a point where you can make decisions from there informed decisions Correct. yeah
0: it can't just be just random wild decision it has to be informed yeah decisions. i think going
1: back to why we ended up at make sure you finish school is that if you want to have passions and things like that follow them but ensure that you create a life for yourself where you can follow your passions right not everybody's passion will make them the most money right some people just want to play the guitar, right? And to be a musician in, South, in, in this country especially, right? To be a really good musician, you're fighting. It's like going to, uh, what is it, Idol or um, um, what's the voice or whatever. Right? You have those things, right? The voice, Only yeah. one person can be the winner. But in your life, if you create yeah. a life of all the different passions that you have, then you beat all those people anyway because you created a life that's comfortable for yourself, right? If you're comfortable with having less but doing things that you're passionate about, that's what I would do, right? First, you still win, you still at, still life. win at life, you still win at life. You, no one said you had to be a baller to be to have, to have a great life, right? But I understand that you should follow your.
0: No, I mean, there's that, there's that, uh, there's that video. I think I can't remember who it actually said this. He says, um, the. The happiest people and always the richest mm. people mm. out okay. um, there. So you know, it just speaks to your point. You know, you don't, you don't need those, like you said, baller, to, to live an amazing life.
1: Yeah, DMX passed away. So I think DMX, say again, DMX passed away.
0: Mm. Yes, yes. Like I mean, it's it's it goes back to it goes back to one of the things that. Um, Anthony Robbins mentions, he says, um, money can't buy you happiness, um, but at least it'll allow you to arrive at your problems in style.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fine, but uh, that's you know? not how I want to live. So no, 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 problem. of course not, of course not. Yeah. I mean,
0: you still have your yeah. problems, even if you do have happiness. Yeah. I mean, why do, why do so many rich people um, kind of you know, sadly feel that there's no way out now and, and this is what I'm going to do? Yeah. You know, so it isn't it isn't
1: the riches that bring them anything. Yeah, no, I mean even Jim Carrey said it. I would like everybody to have as much money as they want and then they'll see that's not where happiness is. No. And it's not because money doesn't bring you happiness. But what I would say is if you can do as many things that you're passionate about in your life, right? You don't have to worry about being the best that you can at something. There's so many people that are passionate about stuff and they just can't do them. One, because they don't pass. Or two, um, they don't get in like myself. Or three, they um, there's no avenue for it. Or like I know people that really want to do stuff, and they just can't because at this point there's no avenue for it. right? And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you shouldn't keep trying. Of course you should. But what I'm saying is, is that find other things that you're passionate about. You don't have to be completely passionate about one thing. If you are, that's great. Go do it. But if you can't do something, find something else that you're passionate about and do that. And then when the time and opportunity comes and arises, then you can go and attack that one as well. I mean that's what life is about. It's about doing stuff that you, you wanna do. I would say personally. Um, yeah.
0: so, you know when you when you kind of um, like your younger versions of yourself, um, now slap all of them. And then <laughs>
1: slap so can... all of them. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: No, I, I think I, I saw this. I saw this in a movie once where um, they mentioned uh, it's like your, it's like your younger self and your older self. Like, would your younger self be proud of you now, or would it, would he, would that younger self believe it's a betrayal of of what you are supposed to be?
1: Oh, for sure, I can tell you, my younger self would be happy with where I am uh. oh, now. My younger self would be very happy with where I am now, uh. for sure. Um,
0: so I think one of the, yeah, go ahead. purely
1: because I know that I've, I would have looked at myself and, okay, there's not every aspect of my life is perfect, which I, I can guarantee, I mean, everybody has things to be really like, oh, okay, I should have done this better, or whatever. but um yeah. for me, I'm pretty sure that my younger self would be like, hey, you did it. you turned out pretty well, I think, and I'm happy with the way it turned out. Uh, I know. I
0: only thought about that because of that uh, that Bruce Willis movie. I'm not sure oh, if boy. It. oh boy! boy! His uh, his younger self.
1: Poor boy! The boy. boy. Yes. Oh yeah. No, no. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah, where yeah, it, where he, yeah. his younger self was like, he turned out to be so boring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. 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 That type yeah. of stuff.
1: No. Look, uh, I def- I don't know about you, but personally, I would definitely, as my younger self, so uh, I would definitely be happy with, with the way I turned out. But he would also be like, listen, there's other things that you could be doing that maybe you aren't making time for, which I think is fair. Mm -hmm. Life does get busy sometimes, and you should always try to reprioritize all the things that you want to do. Um, But I think in COVID, it's kind of difficult uh, at this point, especially with the lockdowns and blah, 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 blah. But I know there's so many things that I want to do as soon as I can actually go and do them. and. I don't need to make a list because they're just stuff that I like doing and I'm passionate about. But you you should make a list, ideally, of all the things that you want to do, all the places that you want to see. Um, But there's another thing that I wanted to say about the younger version of myself versus the older version of myself. I was never one of those people that had massive dreams when I was a kid. Um, I sort of just coasted through life, and you get a lot of people like that. And if you are one of those people, I would never say don't don't you you failed or anything like that i would say listen when you find out what you want to do then go and do that even if it's later right so i was so passionate about pizza i realized that if i couldn't go and be a pizza chef i was going to become one myself and that's what i did right i can make pizza and i can make as many pizzas as i want right and i can make them really good and I know that they taste really good because I get approval from people that actually do taste They on a weekly basis. So I know it's good. Mm-hmm. The point is, is that if you can't do it now, do it when you are capable of doing it. And if you don't know what you want to do now, that's fine. Try all the different things that you can until you find what you like. And.
0: I think you mentioned something exceptionally important there like try as many things as you want to
1: yeah as you want to, and that word want is important
0: because i mean you do, you just don't know early on what yeah. what where your passion lies right i mean i i didn't i mean i if when I was asked what I wanted to do as opposed to what i what I am doing now, uh, it's chalk and cheese really <laughs> um, and uh, things change over time, and I'm currently very happy with uh, with like what I am doing. Um, currently so yeah I, I totally get that but you can try anything at any, exactly. any, any given point
1: who's, who's the age stopping you
0: no I'm, i mean we know i know i know 50 year olds who, who've changed sectors and uh, different sectors yeah, like from, from business position to to like marketing position so completely different uh areas of their life even downscaling completely you know just to just to be happy again and things like that yeah and now that they that's it. so
1: important to do that is so important to do because if there's something that you want to do i think definitely you should go and do it um yes but do it in a way that you find comfortable as well um i think that's something that's important that people need to understand you don't necessarily have to uproot your whole life to go do something that you're passionate about. No, um, you can grow your passion.
0: I mean, even, even when we're younger, we just we have no real direction, right? Um, we, right. We're talking about yeah. uh, the future now, where we'll give guidance and give direction, but initially, we don't we don't have that direction. And I guess when when we're raging teens as well, we don't want any direction because we just hate everyone. We're so yeah. emotional. Yeah, had that point. Yeah. yeah. I know I was a very emotional team, like, I was day
1: day day like, to I'm gonna do what I want to do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was exactly was like that. You cool. know. Um so how how did you how did you navigate that period of your life?
1: Uh that period of my life was um, literally a roller coaster before I could become like that. Um mm-hmm. school for me was quite challenging, actually because I was never one of those people that naturally adapted to physical activity very quickly. So I had to, I'm a slow learner, naturally. I'm naturally a slow learner. So for anybody out there that is a slow learner, trust me, it's not a problem, right? I'm a naturally slow learner, but I've done better than pretty much anybody that I know in terms of how I feel and where I am, right? It's not a bragging point. It's just a point of self contention. And you need to be self content in your life because if you're not, then find where you're happy. Right. But navigating that period of my life was so difficult because I could, I was always struggling with my classes. I never understood what the point of learning all this shit was. Right. There was no point for me. I never understood why I need to learn. Um, drop off on which is Afrikaans, Right? what (laughs) on earth is the point of learning this? Because Afrikaans is a dying language in the country that we're growing up in. And I think in 10 years' time, as much as it will still be around, right? Other languages will be more prominent, right? Personally, I feel that way. It may not necessarily be true. And if you like Afrikaans and you speak a lot of Afrikaans, don't kill me, right? (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but I say it because I believe it. Um, that's one thing. I never understood why I was learning stuff, which was so. I think my parents would have never been able to answer that question if I ever asked it to them. They'll just be like, you learn it because you have to learn it, and that's what's going to get you a job and stuff like that. So I never bothered asking them because they knew yes, yes, the answer. Yes, right? Yes, yes. i was very i I found it very difficult to do really well in physical sports even though i played like five or six of them i played like basketball soccer cricket tennis um squash Uh, i even played chess and i never found any like home in any of those sports, other than maybe squash because i really like squash but um school was an adjustment period in my life where i went from primary school where I was doing all right to high school where I was pretty much struggling throughout the five years even though I finished off with a couple of A's because I went to tuition and mm-hmm. it got nailed into me right so I passed mm-hmm. right and then I had enough points to do pretty much any degree other than medicine because medicine needed like a billion A's and I wasn't getting that but um, I could have done PCOM. unfortunately I couldn't do what I wanted to do so I ended up doing like engineering which in, in itself is a degree if you're not passionate about engineering, and when I say engineering, I don't mean making things. I mean solving problems, right? Engineers don't make things. We solve problems. No. And we know, know we solve problems. how to, <laughs> how to develop solutions using, uh, um, um, what's the word? Opportunity cost, right? That is what we do as engineers. If anybody ever tells you engineers get to build mad things, right? That 90% of engineers don't get to build mad things, okay? They just get to build stuff that everybody needs, right? There's those 10% of engineers in this world that literally get to be the rad people that build like F1 cars and whatever. Not everybody gets to do that. If that's your passion, you know what? Go study engineering and go do that and do only that. Don't ever study engineering and then go do something that's below par from what you want to do because you'll be wasting your life as an engineer. What engineering taught me more was how to solve all the problems in my life, and that I will forever be grateful for to the degree that I have. And it it taught me how to deal with all my issues in the most technically easy manner I can do. And that, for me, was why I should have studied this degree, I think because it also taught me how to learn anything that I wanted to learn and to know lo- how to learn it progressively. And that I think if everybody gets to learn engineering just for that, it's worth it. But the time spent, is not worth it. So going <laughs> the time
0: <laughs> and, yeah, the pain, yeah, and the pain and the long hours problem. and the failing yeah, exams. Yeah. And tests. Well, look,
1: the failing exams was my fault because we just partied too much. But um yeah. look, the reason why I say I struggled a lot was because I never understood the point of doing all those things, right? I never got it. It never made, it never appealed to me. It never made sense to me. Nobody could explain it in a way that said, if I do all these things, I will end up being what I want to be because I, I didn't have a direction of what I wanted to be. So studying all that shit was pointless, right? But if you know what you want to be, the path becomes clear, right? So... There's a saying that I read recently. A man can bear any how if he knows what the why is. Or if the man knows what the why is, he can bear any how. Mm. Right? And that is what I essentially embody as the beginning point of passion. Right? And the beginning point of all the trials that you will have in your life. If you can define what your why is, right, at an early age, I'm not saying you have to, I'm saying if you can, right, you will be able to bear anything after that to get to the point that you want to get. Because the goal is clear. But if you're someone like me that doesn't have that, right, do what you want to do passion-wise, right, do whatever it is that you want to do and learn whatever it is that you want to learn even if it's 20 different things, until you get to what you want to learn. And that, I think, is the most important thing. Um, If you want to be like me and sail through university and high school, you can do that as well, and then find a job, work it, and then decide after five or 10 years that you want to have a life for yourself and then look for your passions. You can do that as well. But the only reason that I did that is because I didn't know, one. And two... The job that I have and i Five, gotten gives me a stable base to do all the shit that I want to do. So, I think that's the way in which I live my life. But I had a lot of retroactive learning. But if someone can learn from what I'm saying, then it makes your life a lot easier because it kills all the things that you may end up doing that you don't want to do. And I think that's important.
0: I mean, you, you eliminate, you eliminate a lot of the, um, like, the fluff. Yeah. I would yeah. say, I can't find, a, I can't find a better word yeah, no, right it's now. Fluff. Right. But to um, so answer your like, question, that, that's unnecessary. To answer your, life, your like.
1: question, how to deal with that, yeah. right, is simply to, if you want to learn something, go learn it. If you want to do something, go do it. But there's never a time where you say, "I don't want to learn something" or "I don't want to do something," because you get those people that just like to do nothing, right? You can only do that for so long. I guarantee you... I mean, you
0: have to commit to it, right? You commit to your learning, commit yeah. to you, and yeah, no,
1: I mean, try look, There are those people that like to do nothing and just play games all day, right? At that age, I think that's what we loved doing, right? We loved playing games. Yes. Right? But at some games. point, yeah. right, even the games are going to turn into something that you get good at, right, and you become passionate about. Yeah. Why not explore that and take it further? Yes. If you like playing sport, right, take it as far as you can. Become a sportsman right if you like playing online games take it as far as you can and become a gamer right you can now people are earning money for that shit but you've Definitely. got to be willing, ninja you've got to be willing to take it that far and if you're not willing to take it that far then it's not a passion look, I mean
0: your why isn't strong exactly. enough isn't it
1: if you're telling me that you only want to play games for uh, of, for example Fortnite right now parents could kill us for advocating gaming, but um, if you want to be the best Fortnite player, how do you expect to take that passion as far as you want to if you just don't play as much gaming? Right? I'm not saying play games because that's going to get me killed at some point, but um, what I'm saying <laughs> is, is that if you have a passion and something that you're passionate about, not just because it's fun, but you need to find something that you're passionate about, go into that. Then mm-hmm. play two hours of Fortnite and then waste your day. If you... Uh, yes. somebody that likes playing Fortnite for two hours but enjoys playing guitar um, for three, play the guitar for ten. What's the problem? You're not losing out. If your friends leave you because you don't play enough Fortnite with them, then you don't need them. Very true. Don't ever base your life on what other people are doing. That is something that if I can impart to you as a person anywhere in the world, that If that's the only lesson I impart in all these podcasts, right? then I would have done the job. Because if you ever make a decision based on what somebody else wants, you are wasting your life. That is something that is so key at a young age. Don't spend time with all the popular kids, because it's not going to get you anywhere. right? Spend time with people that learn and want to learn the same thing that you want to learn. If you do that, I promise you, you will become so much better off in your life later in life no not even later in the next week you will feel more comfortable about yourself if you hang out with people
0: um, well yes I mean you, you're not you're leaving behind uh, that por- the portion of you that's affected yeah. by society or that's influenced by society yeah. rather
1: so, do don't ever 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 if you change the name of this podcast to from Smells Like Teen Spirit to don't ever spend time with people that, that don't want to do the same thing as you or don't spend your time doing what other people want you to do instead of doing what you want to do. That would literally be the most sense ever. Don't spend time doing anything other than what you, wanted you want to do.
0: I'll put that in but the
1: notes. But still learn from, from school at the same time. And finish your homework.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, I, was, I also skated by in, uh, in high school.
1: Uh yeah Uh, but the thing is
0: like i I never used to study i never used to let me ask you
1: something when you finish, when you did high school right how much of it do you actually remember right how much of it were you actually interested in right and when you went to start engineering right how keen were you um
0: okay so how much did i remember of high school none of it (laughs) It just didn't matter (laughs) Honestly, right. to me, I think maybe, <laughs> to be honest, the only thing I remember from high school that I that I used in, in varsity was, was ADMATS, right? Because that was first-year maths. Um, but I was actually quite amped to to study um, engineering. Okay. Because, uh, like, my brother and sister were, my brother in- is electrical engineer and my sister is chemical engineer. So um, I got a taste of what they were doing um, beforehand. Whilst I was still okay. in school, I got a taste of what they were doing, what they were mixed up in, and that that quite a, that that excited me, because uh, mm-hmm. I was always uh, a person that was very investigative, and I felt that engineering was one of the parts, one of the best parts for me, because I, you know, I got I got to see what what chemical engineering was and what electrical was, so I and I went in between, I guess, which is computer engineering, which is more in tune with technology, but I was quite happy with that decision.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, you, you, you kind of enjoy it, right? Now, after you finished engineering, right, and you started working, you worked at, I know where you worked, but you worked at companies that allowed you to grow that side of your engineering, right? Now, do you work yes. as an engineer?
0: Um, no. Right.
1: Now, do you work your know. passion? Now, it's more using your yeah. mind. Do you work more yes. passionate stuff than you were before? Uh, right. Yes. Now, let me ask you something. Looking back at that, because essentially it's three phases, right? It's your, you know, it's your high school and career, right? Your university and early years of working, right? And then your current years of working. Because we're both at the same level, right? So we look at those three phases. Because anything before high school, was like I don't remember coloring in Man. the lines, okay? <laughs> <laughs> anything before high school, literally like it doesn't matter, right? To me, yes, the, me. I the, mean, the, the, the informative years are great and everything, but like passion-wise, you either know at that age what you're going to do, or you're just literally like sailing through, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Now,
0: means to an end sort of thing.
1: You, you don't even know what it means to an end means at that point, right? Oh, at <laughs> yeah.
0: that point, yeah. yeah. No, no, but high school answer,
1: right, it's true. is uh, what level of maturity, like you look at it and you say, what level of maturity was I at and what level of passion did I have, right? Mm-hmm. Most people don't have this massive level of maturity, and most people don't have these massive passions other than the things that they enjoy doing on a daily basis, right? And things that you look forward I
0: say, I'd say, I didn't have both,
1: right, right. But I mean, you had things that you were passionate about. I mean, you loved anime and movies and games, right? You were passionate about that. You knew yes. that you were going to be passionate yes. about engineering, right? So you had passion, yes. right? And you developed those passions. You became an engineer, right? And Mm -hmm. you still sort of follow gaming and stuff like that. So you see how these passions develop throughout your life, but they still remain undertones, right? Now, you're not even an engineer anymore, right? So the passion that you had is not there, but you're doing something that you're very passionate about now, right? Including this podcast. You're more passionate about this podcast than you are about certain other things in your life, right? 100% true. you notice how your passions grow as you get older. You can be passionate about more than one thing. Right? And that's, that's if you want to be yeah. really rich, I would say focus on one and drive it as hard as you can into the ground. Right? And then if that doesn't work, pick another one and then drive it as hard as you can into the ground. But if you want to live a life full of different passions, right, then do all the different things that you want to do, but do them in moderation and you'll find that you enjoy everything as much. So there's multiple different ways to live your life, and mm-hmm. no one said that you have to be the best at everything. You don't have to even be the best. I think that's a good thing
0: to say because you said, yeah. like, usually people say you have to have one passion, no. but now you just brought up a concept that you can have many passions um, and still follow follow as many them. Excuse me, as many of them as yeah, possible. Yeah, you got? Which I think is a great concept.
1: Yes, I mean, if you look at the if you look at the people that are like really rich and really enjoy their lives and their Always toting happiness, and always toting freedom, but always toting also do like work really hard and stuff like that. Those people worked super hard, right? Made as much money as they could. And now they're passionate about 16 different things, right? And they're working on 16 different mm-hmm. things. i thought about it for so long and I realized I'm not one of the people. I don't want to work my ass off, then get to this point, then be passionate about 16 different things. I just want to be passionate about whatever I'm passionate about at the time, right? And all those people will tell you now that if I want to live my life that way, it's perfectly fine, right? And there's nothing wrong with it because I choose to live my life that way, right? But you must be the one that chooses for yourself that this is what you want. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You must never, one, do it because somebody else wants to do it, two, get put in a stage where you can't do what you want to do, right? There's many different scenarios that can happen. You don't earn earn enough money, your job is too difficult. There's not enough time. For me, that whole not enough time thing in a day and uh, I work too many long hours, that's your own fault, right? Because you put yourself in that position.
0: If someone ever tells that's me... That's an excuse someone, someone tells no, them If
1: someone self, ever tells me that they work 12 all days a day and I don't have enough time, please, you are lying to yourself. You can change a job that moderates your life to be in a scenario that you can be comfortable with. You are putting yourself through this, and you're putting yourself through this torture because you have chosen it. Understand that you make your bed, and you live in it. You and I both work less, or if not, on most weeks in the year. Yes, sometimes we work harder, because that's life, right? But in most (laughs) cases, you and I don't work more than our eight-hour days. Why? that's that's Because we know that there's a certain limit, right? Yes, And then after that, that's that portion of your life is done, right? And then you do your passions afterwards, or you do your passions before, or you do your passions during. One of my passions is music. Mm-hmm. I literally love listening to music. If I'm not in a meeting, while I'm working, I am listening to music. Right? It's a passion of mine. If you can't do that...
0: And by the way, you can get paid just, just for listeners out there, um, for in the Europe and America's region, uh, you can get paid for listening to music. Hi, Paul. What that's one this passions, just so, Why can't again, we get this
1: here? i don't so much money.
0: Um, the, the payment the payment options are not available for for the Africa region, just hey, uh, guys. it should soon open up, yeah.
1: Always, always behind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, everyone thinks we have lions in our backyard here. We so, do, you know, yeah. We do. do we? So? high five lion. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. it's, a, oh, it's a team of uh, sportsmen, but okay.
0: Yeah, it's a rugby team for, yes. for those who don't follow rugby. Yeah.
1: The real football. Or the real, yeah. uh, what they call it American football, right? American football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, real, the real version of that's called rugby. Without pads. And yeah, helmets. yeah, yeah.
0: What's all these pads and molding? Um
1: Football, <laughs> football, yeah. soccer, we enjoy that stuff. That stuff's amazing, yeah, yeah. right? We that's okay. literally the lifeblood of half the planet for the uh, entertainment wise. So, okay, I sure. think to answer that question, you mm. don't develop it's so important that you, when I say passions, I mean, even hobbies can be a passion, but you must understand that you can have one really big one, or you can have multiple, and there's nothing wrong with having multiple and exploring all of them if you can at the time, but don't yes. ever diminish the time spending do, doing the things that you're passionate about because you're doing something that's sustaining you, if that makes sense.
0: hmm It does.
1: Okay. Yeah, do that.
0: Cool. Well, do you have um, anything, well, I guess we're running on,
1: Yeah, I'm gonna give them a a three a sentences. Month. I'm telling you now, three sentences.
0: Yeah, no, I mean go ahead. Oh, I mean oh, as, as those as closing yeah. as closing comments goes, uh, make those make those sentence statements
1: one. now. Please. Find out what it is that you want to do. If not, do what you want to do that you are passionate about, right? That doesn't hurt anybody. It's key that it doesn't hurt anybody. Right? Um, I don't remember sentence number two. Uh in sentence see if you if you told me that I could have recorded these three lines at the beginning, I would have just recorded them. Right. Um what what were the three sentences that I have?
0: I can't remember. Mm-hmm. This is
1: your fault, <laughs> honestly. Before we started talking
0: Um number two is about number two is about teaching them responsibility in terms of uh, monetary value. Yeah. yeah. For sure. example, giving them chores to gain stuff. Okay, so okay, you got okay.
1: that chain now. Yeah, okay, yeah. Go sure. right. I, I think I'm getting this this train back, right? So in your younger years, Right? listen to your parents, finish your school and all of that stuff, which is important but learn how to save money right, however you learn how to save money, the earlier in your life you learn how to save money, right, I'm not saying save it, save it all, I'm saying buy the things that you like, but learn how to save some portion, the reason I'm saying that is not because you'll one, you'll create this massive wealth for yourself at the end of your life or even at the end, even midway, right? Then you don't have to work for nobody, and you can follow all your passions to infinity, right? That's one thing. But saving teaches you discipline, right? And only through discipline will you reach the end of all your passions, right? Okay, so that is the lesson that is there. The lesson is discipline. If you can't go do karate, because that will teach you discipline. And it will teach you discipline on another level, Mr. Miyagi-style wax on, wax off, that shit is real, okay?
0: I think that's after people's time.
1: It might be after people's time, but if you can learn discipline in terms of monetary value, it will teach you the value of something. And when you learn the value of something, that will take you so much further in your life that most people don't get. A lot of people don't get that in their life. At this point, as far as I understand it, 5% of the entire global population can retire without um pension right five percent out of seven billion people come on really learn how to save in your younger years because it'll teach you discipline i'm not saying save save all your money go on holidays if you want to travel in your younger years because it's important that you learn all these things right um spend on things yeah, buy, you want to buy spend. those
0: gucci shoes buy the louis vuitton no 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 whatever. that's a
1: waste of money okay i'm a practical person Aww. you're not a practical person you don't buy practical things if you can buy 20 red shoes buy 20 red shoes you're not here to impress anybody
0: other than yourself right I, I am impressing myself you're
1: impressing yourself right but i'm different from you you like buying those things for yourself i don't like buying those things because personally i think Shoes are shoes and they they mean the same thing because when you step in dirt and I step in dirt, they're both going to get dirty, right? And you can't tell me you're not going to step in dirt. I've seen your white shoes, (laughs) right? That's something that's very important. Um, Try to learn from limiting beliefs as much as you can. If you don't know what limiting beliefs are, go learn what it is, right? And take all the limiting beliefs that you have and give it back to the people that you um got it from and explain to them why you're giving it back to them. If they're mature enough and they can handle it, they will learn. If they're not mature enough and they they can't learn that, then you don't need them. Um, that's another thing. And, uh, I can't remember what the third sentence was. See, I should have recorded this. It was gold, man. It was gold. (laughs) They, they are back. in
0: your mind it's just it's just um, a bit lost i guess we had a we, we had a just a, over an hour and a half now conversation man. but yeah. before this we actually had a 40 minute conversation so you know this, yeah it's like two hours 20 minutes worth idea. of
1: um <laughs> but, but yeah um the last thing is if you can listen to was it bad it yeah right? the song it's the sunscreen song. yeah course, it sunscreen. sunscreen yeah that moment. You listen to that song, buzz, buzz, and buzz, just follow that thing right just follow what he says in that song right I promise you your life will be good it will be very very good
0: um i mean I'll, I'll post i'll post a link to the song in in the, in the podcast as yeah, well it. yeah you know, it's 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 just a guy explaining um at different points in your life what what particular rules you should kind of just follow for a content and happy life a fulfilled life if i could say
1: yeah, we we don't need people that live. If you want to be one of those people that lives this massively expensive lives, no one's stopping you. Follow your passion till dear end and go get it, Right. Floyd Mayweather style. Become a boxer, do whatever it is that you can, right? But yeah. not everybody is like that, and understand. I mean, it's, it's just is. like you yeah.
0: can be content and fulfilled and happy. And, and be swing both ways of it, right? You can be very Correct. rich, mediocrely rich, you can be poor, and, and which is why I, I didn't mention anything about monetary value or wealth yeah. or anything like that. It's just yes. living a happy, content, fulfilled life.
1: I think that's more difficult than becoming rich, to be honest with you.
0: What those three things that I mentioned?
1: Yeah, to live a happy, fulfilled, content oh, no, type, dude. based on all your yeah. passions. Which is essentially what you'll do when you get older. When you get older and you have a lot of money, you'll still realize that if you didn't follow your passions, you're kind of wasting it. And constantly following the things that you enjoy doing, even if they change every year, is more fulfilling in life than having a lot of money. Seriously. So you can be an influencer if you want, but being an influencer also means, and people don't get this, that you have to literally be on Instagram all the time, every day. If you can't live your life, you're yeah. going to hate it, right? Don't think that we haven't thought about being influencers. Of course we have, right? But do you want to broadcast everything all the time, every day, and be one of those people that's consistently looking at their phone to see if they got more life? I don't want to live a life like that, personally, right?
0: Nothing against influencers, by the way. Nothing against
1: influencers. You can do that all the way. We
0: respect people. We respect that lifestyle. We we respect what they're doing.
1: Oh Look, we respect everybody that we're talking about, right? I'm not shitting on anybody. I'm not hating on anybody. I'm just saying, these are my personal opinions. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think that... What is the fourth
0: one? Do we remember?
1: No, because you didn't let me record it. Because you are literally laughing and you wanted to actually speak seriously. Yeah, I
0: yeah, know that's true.
1: No, it's real though. I mean, those simple lessons are the most important ones. If you can follow your passions, if you can save as much money as you can, right, and do the things that you're passionate about in your life without breaking your influence, back.
0: Influence, I guess, some other people. Yeah. No, some,
1: don't yeah. take influence from other people. Do what you want to do. You'll find that your life is a lot more happier than and don't compare yourself to anybody. As a kid, comparing yourself to anybody is literally the biggest waste of time. Because say for example, let's use influences as an example. I know I'm shitting on influences, but the only thing you see is the good stuff, right? And of everybody that you will see in high school and university, you'll only ever see the good stuff. You won't see the bad stuff. So you're comparing yourself to um, a quarter of what you know. Mm. So never compare yourself to anybody. Don't do what anybody else wants you to do. Do what you want to do. Follow your passions. Learn how to save. Because it teaches you discipline, not because you need a shitload of money later, but that's a benefit, right? And I promise you your life will be so much better than most people's. Agreed. Yeah. And listen to Bad Lemon.
0: And listen to Bad Laman.
1: That guy should pay me royalties. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll send him a Patreon for him to send us some tokens <laughs> the life. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Nice. We'll send him a Patreon link.
1: Yeah, I think we should. Uh, now that we've crapped on uh, on influences, maybe we should make an Instagram page with all the stuff. With all
0: the mm-hmm. stuff, yeah.
1: Yeah, the gems that we have, just put them on Instagram. Uh, uh,
0: the one line is.
1: Yeah, but in word form, you know
0: yeah you know, i know which i know of which you we not to
1: sit in the court and put the record No, we
0: can in. we definitely will i mean that's an avenue we can when we,
1: can we have a studio me. we can do that joe rogan style yeah.
0: to you listeners thank you so much for listening in to our rambles at times and we hope you gain some value that you can use in your life so this is your bro code signing off have a powerful day until next time cheers